0: Episode 147 of the McSauce Comic Book Podcast. My name is Paul McGinty. With me, as always, are Ian Sharpley. Hello. And Matt Casal. Hello, everyone. It is Monday night, April 11th. And tonight we've got Trailer Mania! Or. Trailer.
1: Sorta Mania? We so have two a. Two trailers. We have a park full of trailers. <laughs> the Trailer Park Edition.
0: I can, I can get behind that. I can get behind that. Tiny Trailer Park. We've got two trailers we're going to review. Double Wide Edition. Star Wars Rogue One. Or Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, hmm. as it's officially called, which mm-hmm. is stupid as fuck. <laughs> and the third trailer for DC Suicide Squad. But before we talk, Trailer Park Mania. Housekeeping
1: with the Sharpley. Things that are also stupid as fuck happen at mixauce.com. you can check out our stupid as fuck web comics reviews and this dumb stupid podcast like, stupid like 90s rap stupid yeah yeah like Will Smith Suicide Squad stupid yeah. the podcast can be found on iTunes Stitcher Podomatic mcsauce podcast Lipson.com, dot Lipson.com. And uh, you can go to the Facebook page and fight with me if you'd like. So go to Facebook slash McSauce and find all of the updates that we have there. We update our web comics on that page. We also update the podcast there. So that is the home. I know that's what you do every morning when you wake up. Check your Facebook page. If you like McSauce, then we'll be right there with you in bed or on the toilet with you whenever you're checking all your morning things. So <laughs> part of your morning routine. It's
0: part of my morning routine. So do we decide where we want to start? Let's, Suicide
2: Squad Pro yeah, 1. Let's do Suicide Squad. Yeah? Does that sound good? Well, that is the comic book movie and the last time I checked this is the comic book podcast. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's give the comic book movie its just
0: desserts. So we know a couple people that weren't really happy with the last Suicide Squad trailer that cut up Bohemian Rhapsody. Why weren't they happy with it? Um, I don't know specifically. I personally wasn't thrilled the way they cut up Bohemian Rhapsody. I felt that it was too choppy and the whole thing didn't flow
1: but you liked the fact that they used the music right
0: yeah but the, tr- the trailer as a whole i liked everything that i was seeing from suicide squad the movie
1: i like the general feel that that piece of music gave the trailer and this movie moving forward i mean i think every time i hear that song until we see this movie wow i still think of wayne's world is it I going to be of, in the movie though I don't know if it's going to be in the movie, movie it's probably not but I still I think that it, until we see the film it's going to be associated with that movie because it was such a big trailer and it, I think it was a um, it was a nice use of that music with the chaotic characters that are in the film the way that the piece of music is chaotic in itself
0: I know it's blasphemous uh oh! Bohemian Rhapsody. I hate
1: Queen. Will always be related to Wayne's World with me.
0: No, I will it's... think of Mike Myers and Dana Carvey before I ever think of Freddie Mercury and Brian.
1: I can't name another Queen person. Brian. And I really like that band.
0: Brian May? I think it's Brian May.
1: I'll trust you. And
0: before I think of Freddie Mercury and Brian May, after Wayne and Garth. I will think of Axel Rose and Elton John at the Wimbledon Queen tribute yeah, when that, they did Bohemian Rhapsody. That is blasphemous. Yeah, Queen falls to third on the list. Well, when I hear Under Pressure, also a Freddie Mercury joint. When every time it's not Vanilla Ice, I'm pissed. I, I have want the, Ice Ice Baby
1: every time. I have the opposite reaction. <gasps> I want to hear... David Bowie, Freddie you Mercury. Son of a bitch. It's because. Oh, I'm I, sorry. It's the because original and the better versions. I'm because sorry. Ice isn't black. I know how you roll. Yeah, you that's, white that's it. White rappers. You it. hate
0: white rappers. That's it. <sighs> Matt, lead us into this latest Suicide Squad trailer. When did it drop?
1: Yesterday. Yeah, last night during the MTV. Movie awards that I watched on Comedy Central, I don't know why they were Do had wish. it on both.
2: No, it's weird. I don't know, maybe I'm missing something, but shouldn't they have been on MTV?
1: I think it also was on there, but it was it played was on, on Comedy. Yeah. So I watched it on What's Comedy on Central. It was super weird. And
2: I still missed it on both channels. Uh what, you were you were busy. You what were busy. won um best movie on the MTV Movie Awards. I think you're familiar with it. It was
1: Star Wars The Force Awakens.
2: That was a pretty good
1: movie. It was pretty good. I was about to berate... Daisy Ridley, super sexy. I was
2: about to berate and make fun of the MTV Movie Awards. But I think the MTV Movie Awards are spot on. I think they're the best award ceremony in in Hollywood. Matt,
0: not because of that Force Awakens pick, but I put way more credence in the MTV Awards and the People's Choice Awards than I do the Oscars.
1: Well, one of the big things that they were talking about, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, McSauce's favorite, and Kevin Hart were the hosts and they both kept talking about how this is the award award show for people that actually went to the movies and these movies are the ones that people saw, liked, paid a lot of money to go see not the deep cut Oscar films that nobody fucking was went Was
2: J.J. Abrams at the
1: awards? He was. He was out there on stage to accept his award. Who else was there from The Force Awakens? Daisy Ridley was there. Other than that, John Boyega was up for awards, but he did not win any of them. But so Daisy Ridley won for... Racist. They
2: always show up I would never say that. When them, they win, right? So like, when they don't win, they don't come.
1: We kind of know. They like know when please. they show people in the audience. You know exactly who's going to win what, and it was really choreographed. The entire audience. They did it on the back lot of Warner Brothers, and the whole audience Warner lining Brothers. the lining the streets had lightsabers whenever was the final this, uh, award was handed was,
0: out. Was was this a television destination for you last night?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was what I watched last night. It was. I was excited, I knew mm. that it was coming on you beforehand, were like, you were I didn't like, stumble upon it, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm an I'm a MTV kid, well, I want I, my MTV.
0: I need to get Beat the Bishop taken care of, because I need to be ready at 9pm for the MTV Movie Awards. I, it didn't take that long, and
1: I was there and ready. So what else Exha- was what, what the fuck were you watching? Ready. How dare you? What were you watching?
0: I was getting caught up on like three episodes of Elementary. Johnny Lee Miller, way underrated. That dude deserves a
2: fucking Emmy. So what uh, What did The Force Awakens beat out?
1: Beat out things like Deadpool. <laughs> beat out. Wait, Deadpool is this year. But it was still... But this is a current... This is not your grandfather's... Movie awards. No. They they take into consideration things that are popular right now. So Deadpool won for, I think, Best Comedy. Ryan Reynolds came out and gave a really fucking heartfelt acceptance award where he thanked all the technical people, the writers.
2: How far back did they go then?
1: I think they go, like, recent memory. (laughs) Like, whatever came out. (laughs) Whatever was popular. Whatever
2: is still in theaters. I
1: feel like they checked Instagram and they were like, yeah, all these things. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, there were recent movies. Probably Deadpool was the most recent movie
2: that was out. That it was the ADD a- Movie Awards.
1: What's that? The ADD, ADD Movie, movie awards. awards. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, like, in this cycle, I mean, I feel like Deadpool falls in with some of the things that won awards. It's all the stuff that happened. Re- I-, I guess Trainwreck was probably the latest thing. Trainwreck was like, like early, ago. early last summer, right? Yeah, I feel like. So, um it was a really entertaining show. I always like it. Um Dwayne Johnson came out and was representing DC Cinematic Universe or his Black of- Adam t-shirt. Oh, really? Yeah. I, he didn't wore see that. I
0: saw a picture of him and Kevin Hart and Superman about. And they costumes, yeah, they respectively. Did that. So, did they talk about Suicide Squad at
2: all? I know we didn't, but we're getting there. (laughs) So, the Suicide Squad trailer launched last night with the MTV Movie Awards. And so, Ian, did you see it for the first time last night during the MTV Movie Awards? Is that when you saw it? I
1: did. Members of the cast came out and introduced the trailer. Uh huh. Was Will Smith one of them? Oh, absolutely. He won the, like... I forget what, the, it was like the, uh, the featured Hall of Fame award or whatever so it was. He so he essentially won there, yeah.
0: the MTV Movie Awards version of the NHL's Masterton
1: Trophy. I have no For, idea what that perseverance is.
0: Perseverance in the game. I feel yeah, like it, it was
1: the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Is that something. the NFL's it's like Perseverance your, your, in the Game? Your, your general good guy award. But maybe maybe the Masterson is the more,
0: Masterson is more like you've been through like you had a, you battled back from a serious injury or cancer or your, your wife died like, oh like comeback
1: player of the year something like that yeah kind of yeah. sort of
0: it's usually given to not a star but a guy that's oh. really been through the fucking ringer
1: yeah I mean has Will Smith been through the ringer I think this is like a lifetime achievement kind of no you could deal. probably give it to Ron Reynolds for being in Green Lantern <laughs> <laughs> and making a comeback. <laughs> actually now that i think about it if i was ryan reynolds i'd be pissed um so yeah will smith was there to accept that award and also it dovetailed with the suicide squad it was a big warner brothers love fest out there so so the first time you saw it was last
2: night mm. what was your instant reaction
1: that same as whenever the last trailer came out i'm pretty jazzed for it. it looks like a darker version of the comic book heroes that we know and love yeah, uh, so I mean that's that's kind of where Warner Brothers is setting up shop in that darker, more serious-toned universe, and I'm thankful that there's a uh, that everything isn't made by Disney, that we have an alternative, and that we can see these heroes that we love do some weird stuff and show some titties and kill some people. I like that.
2: Wait, hold on. Uh, is this movie gonna have? boobs in it there's it's it's a little more
1: sexual in nature than the marvel fan. is this
2: movie gonna be
1: r-rated i don't know i don't think it's been rated yet so the potential for boobs are in
2: there but we just don't know yet
1: i don't think that they will go for the full r rating for this film the theatrical release but i think that the materials there that they could do that
2: something tells me that they will go there because of the success of deadpool maybe that wasn't their original intent but they're gonna kind of edit things in a way that they're like yeah we'll put that in there that maybe no. they thought about not
1: i've learned a lot on this podcast and i think that i'm gonna go with you matt because i've been wrong so many times on these kind of things that yeah maybe they will go with the uh r rating
2: it it feels like you know these production houses they really do kind of like look at trends, and they really do kind of acknowledge uh, fan reaction to things. You know, I read that uh, just recently they had pickup shots for the Suicide Squad movie to add more action to it. Add more Batman too? M- maybe I don't know, but that's what I heard. Maybe some what? of the criticisms of Batman v Superman that wasn't enough action. I don't know. It so. was nice
0: seeing David Ayer come out on Twitter personally and scoffing at the notion that they had to do reshoots to add more comedy to lighten it up he's, he was I essentially heard that as like, well fuck that we put more action in because the studio's letting me do what I want and we want more action
1: Like, and and when people look at Suicide Squad and they're like well maybe this will be a little bit funnier and blah 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 Has any have any of you seen a David Ayer movie? that shit's not funny at all like, no I it's still going want to see be
2: Fury I still haven't seen Fury it Fury really for real
1: End of Watch is
2: a really good oh, I did. Flick. I saw so, End of Watch. Did you like it? <gasps> yeah, I didn't love the ending, though. I the Ending bummed me out.
1: Yeah, really yeah. But that's a good... You know, that's a visceral response to characters is, right? that you liked. Yep. That they yep. created characters you liked enough to have that...
2: On a side note, uh, because Jake Gyllenhaal is... I believe he's the actor that's in End of Watch. Mm -hmm. I was... You know how, like, you start watching YouTube and you, like, get sucked into another video, it, like, automatically plays for you? I was watching... buddies. Something on YouTube that had... um, Oh man, I don't know. It it probably was like some kind of Harrison Ford interview like on Jimmy Kimmel and then that went to like Ben Affleck on uh, Jimmy Fallon. and Next thing I know, I'm on a Jimmy Fallon skit that they did on The Tonight Show with Jake Gyllenhaal where they talked about how Jake Gyllenhaal was like part of uh, an old show that him and Jimmy Fallon shot back in the 80s called the Point Pleasant Police Department. And the skit was basically them dressed up as police officers and they're standing in front of a table which is off camera and it's just filled with food. And they would like either drink their coffee or put food in their mouth and they everything they said was like a tongue twister that began with P. And they would over enunciate their, their P's and they would just spit the food in each other's faces. It was That's so funny, fight. and it went on and on and on, and it like never got not funny. <laughs> so I recommend checking that out. We should link that to the Facebook page. It's very good. But anyway, Jake <laughs> Gyllenhaal is not in the Suicide Squad. You expect trailer. that kind of comedy in Suicide Squad? I don't know what I expect in Suicide Squad. What I can tell you is, I, I personally, what I what I saw was. There seems to be a really heavy sexualization of Harley Quinn. But is that new? It's not new, but here's the thing. I never fell in love with the character of Harley Quinn because of like the sexual nature of the character. I liked the character because I thought she was a great counterpoint to the Joker and a great like henchwoman for the Joker to go up against Batman. She was almost, almost like the Joker's conscience. All she is is tits and ass now. That's it. That's all she's been relegated to. She's hot. But, like, there's... In fairness, we
1: haven't seen the film. We don't know. But But it's been like that in
2: the comics for quite a while. It has been, and everything that we have seen is just, oh, look how hot she is. Look, she's pretty much naked. Even the characters in the trailer are reacting. are like, hey, Uh, you're bending over. Right. Look at that ass. I mean...
1: I've Isn't said that Margot Robbie as an actress as well? Like, I've, I don't know. I watched Focus. She wasn't that good in Focus. She was alright. I watched The Wolf of Wall Street. She wasn't the thing to come and see that film for. I mean, unless you want to see her naked, which is what I wanted to see. So, <laughs> I completely retract my statement.
0: <laughs> what I've learned over the last week, and this is going to be slightly off topic, is that I kind of have a thing for the white hair, pale skin stuff. I watch iZombie.
1: You're an albino
0: which, fetishist. Which is completely opposite from what my usual is, which is, you know, Latino, dark hair, dark eyes, dark features. But Rose McIver, who plays Liv in mm-hmm. iZombie, normal, pretty girl, out of makeup. But when she's in the iZombie makeup... With the white wig and the pale skin. There's another girl on that show who had red hair and dark eyes. And she just turned into a zombie. So now she has the white hair and the white skin. And same with Margot Robbie. I never find her attractive. But in all this Suicide Squad promotion, I'm like, holy shit. I don't know what's wrong with
1: my brain. It's an albino burner. That's what you have. Albino burner. Burner. It's it's so bizarre to me. It rolls right off the tongue. Watching
0: this last trailer, she's behind that bar pouring drinks, and like her hair looks all damp. And I'm like, see that, uh, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) That's that's
1: the real thing.
0: Wet hair. Oh yeah, that's 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 pulling some deep deep strings right there. Yeah, um, she looks fucking great. I don't... Over-sexualization. But do we think that Whatever. she's going to
1: be a good Harley Quinn? She's not doing the voice. She's just doing the version, a New York accent. I but not like a hard New York accent. I feel accent. like she's
0: going to be a good current-day Harley Quinn, but yep. any any remnants of Paul Dini's original creation are gone. I think he's been a, a really good sport about everything, and yeah, yeah he's, you know the bigger she blows up, you know, his name's gonna go with her. But I like to think deep down in the in the dark watches of the night when he's laying in bed with his wife, he's like, fuck everyone that is fucking my creation. Because she is nothing like the original animated series. It feels like the Deadpool Not facts. even close. Like
1: what everybody likes about Deadpool really isn't what Rob Liefeld put out there. Those aren't the traits that Rob Liefeld put into that character. He, he created a really iconic costume. Spider-Man yeah. costume. It, but you mean
2: Steve Sp- Ditko created a really iconic oh, Deadpool costume? Oh, 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 zinger.
1: But Now here's
2: the thing. As hot as
0: Margot Robbie is in this, I'm not going to see Suicide Squad for
2: Margot Robbie. Right. But that's the the main thrust of the promotion of this movie so far. The what? The main thrust.
0: Why did you have to trill that R and make it filthier? It was already filthy.
2: The first time I said it, it was innocent, but Ian made me make it dirty. It's not
0: my fault. Ian made me make it dirty.
2: (laughs) He kind of did. So, uh, when you said, is she going to be a good Harley Quinn? I don't even know what a Harley Quinn is anymore. Because the Harley Quinn that I love isn't the modern day version. I find her kind of annoying and granted part of it has to do with her mega popularity with like especially girl audiences because it's like hey you do realize that she's an abused girlfriend right like that's your idol an abused girlfriend like i thought we kind of like didn't like that
1: at the best version she has stockholm syndrome like Correct. that's the yes. best version, the least abused, the least damaged version is just somebody that right. is a captive and just yeah. loves maybe, her. Maybe get
2: slapped in the face with like a dead fish every once in a while, but other than that, yeah, it's not too bad. But who doesn't
1: do that to their lady once in a while? Dead fish?
2: Nope. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Who doesn't? So overall, I'm having a hard time getting excited about. The, the second and third trailers, because I feel like I don't typically like when they pull, like, the music that they're pulling into these trailers into them to kind of create, I don't know. I don't even...
1: False nostalgia?
2: No, it's not even nostalgia. It's just using more, like, popular music. It's kind of like the whole problem that I had with, like, Guardians of the Galaxy. Where I, I'm a traditionalist, I like a more traditional sounding musical score, and these rely so heavily on those um, on those songs that they're that they're putting into them. They just, if you're not like a big fan of the song to begin with, maybe you're not gonna like react to it that strongly. It's almost a distraction from what you're really seeing. Paul, I
0: would like to interject here. I feel like when we were talking about. Batman v Superman to an extent Man of Steel I was I was hyping up the Hans Zimmer Man of Steel score which I still really like
2: yeah uh, but I, I this don't, is going back to last week's episode or two weeks ago two weeks ago 40. yeah but I don't I, I folks feel, that was episode 146 go check it out where can they find it Ian?
1: Uh, Stitcher, Podomatic
2: iTunes iTunes thank you
0: I really do like that theme. I think it works really well in Man of Steel. I think when they bring back the soft piano touches for it in Batman v Superman it really works. But uh the John Williams Superman theme from the Christopher Reeve Superman movie is hands down fantastic. I can I can get choked up anytime I hear that and I feel like I, I I built up the Hans Zimmer score last time. I was listening to our good friend Larry on the Guest Room Podcast a couple weeks ago, and he was talking about the Superman theme, and he, he used it to lead off the episode, and I was like, God damn, is this John Williams score fucking amazing. So as much as I like the Hans Zimmer score, John Williams' original <laughs> Superman score is by far one of the greatest pieces of music ever written but i don't think we're ever going to get something like that at least in the near future it seems like we're really gearing toward popular music or you know just the the built up intensity of themes i don't know Whoa. if we're going to get that kind of huge orchestral thematic emotion filled Uh, theme music again.
2: I agree. I think the problem is audiences need to be reminded how incredibly moving that kind of music can be. They have to be reminded of it by somebody going out there and creating an iconic score like that. It just doesn't really happen. Instead, you have certain nitwits out there that think, you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy playlist is one of the greatest soundtracks in the history of cinema. It's like, what kind of simpleton are you? Seriously. You know who you are out there. (laughs) You know
0: who you are, simpletons. Slash nitwits.
1: I think it's probably going to take a new property. It's it's, it's going to have to take something brand new for somebody to come through. We talked about it before. There's
0: a big difference between uh, a score and a soundtrack. Yes. Guardians of the Galaxy, soundtrack. Empire Records, Soundtrack rats. soundtrack Lord of the Rings
2: score I prefer to call them playlists because oh, that's so what they are so condescending they are what playlists How are they soundtracks they are conglomerations in a way I agree songs. with
1: I agree with what Matt's saying the Crow soundtrack was music created for that film whereas Guardians of the Galaxy was a playlist assembled that mirrored the spirit of the film and did tie into something that was a part of the plot but it is a playlist so I see what you're saying thank you that said it was still pretty fun I liked it I'm a nitwit
2: (laughs) I told you you knew who you were
1: (laughs) I like it I never said it was a score
2: I never said it was the greatest
0: I just liked it as far as Bohemian Rhapsody and Ballroom Blitz are concerned for these Suicide Squad trailers I don't think that's where we're going to get in the movie. I think they're going to have more of a legitimate soundtrack.
2: <clears throat> yeah, I think you're probably right. But it's it's the way it's being marketed. I feel like it's being marketed with a, a heavy dose of over-sexualization of a uh, character that well, I don't really love hot, what has become... How yes, she is does
0: that seem? But it's
2: also... I had to pause it looking at that but it, tattoo on her but it's also that that um, <laughs> that Guardians of the Galaxy playlist mentality they're going to pull together music that they think people are going to react to in a positive way keep things kind of fun uh, like Guardians was obviously not quite as campy well this does I mean look that's fun. like Soon that's the squad squad does squads they
1: they're shooting for in the same they're shooting for the same demographic in the same month of the summer, like, but just a little more edgy. Like they're shooting for that Guardians money. I don't think that there's any doubt, and they're using the same tricks that Guardians pulled with the soundtrack and, or yeah, soundtrack with soundtrack. the
2: playlist. Well, I, I want to make dumb motherfuckers are gonna eat up. I I want to make a, a clarification. I think elitist snobs will tell you there's a difference between. A soundtrack and a score, they're interchangeable. They are. Look at the look at the like the title on the actual like album cover for I don't know a Star Wars soundtrack. It says soundtrack. I'm gonna break this and cut your throat with. it. That wasn't exactly directed at you, but I guess you did make that. I made.
0: The, I said that that same thing, but I feel like you understand. What
1: I mean, I do, but I do. I think feel it's like important you've said that. the exact same thing. <clears throat> I in did. the Past,
0: but I also when when Ian, when you made the distinction between soundtrack and playlist, I'm on board. I totally understand. What right,
1: like doing. Empire Records, all that stuff was made for Empire Records. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, the absolutely, Pro, all, absolutely.
1: All for that. I stand. I stand corrected in that regard.
2: Like the Force Awakens, it's I the wasn't motion picture soundtrack.
1: I wasn't coming hard and hot I mean, at you. With, I'm, not, I was, I'm not trying to come know, like,
2: hot and hard at like you. like Captain either. Dick over here. I don't here. want
0: either of you to come hot and hard at me.
2: I feel like this episode is brought to you by Innuendo. <sighs> what was? What? What? did you say? What did you throw your R on?
0: Thru- thrust. <laughs> thrust. <laughs> I can't, I can't throw my R's. Ian, you do it.
1: I want to do it. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't want to do it's it. Just, I don't want to sound like uh, I just had phlegm
2: back
1: <laughs> It was just all <laughs>
2: my
1: French teacher used to get so pissed off because I couldn't do that. So, so I, well, what I, do, I do we feel about suicides? So we've danced around this fucking. Okay, what I'm like? Gonna do say we like is, it? It seems like
2: you're not liking this, Matt. I'm lukewarm on it. I, I'm gonna see it opening weekend, I'm sure. There's nothing that I'm seeing that's just like, ugh. But at the same time, there's nothing that's rocking my world.
1: You're not excited about this? You're not excited for, you know, a continuation of the darker tone of superhero films? I and
2: I, I am, but not, like, not no. rabid the way I was for maybe Batman v Superman. I feel
1: like I'm more jazzed about this than I was until, like, the week leading in. that I was like, oh, yeah, shit, that is happening this week.
2: Um... I don't know, man. Like this one, just there's there's no key moment in the trailer where I'm like, oh my god, I can't wait to see how that plays out. It's just not any of the
1: Joker Harley Quinn origin stuff when she's like swimming in the acid bath. Batman comes around the clearly flashback moments of Joker when he's he looks a little less beat up, a little more pristine. Like they're doing something where he runs into Batman and we find out why he lost all his fucking teeth like all that shit all that lore that we're now kind of exploring you, I'm excited
2: for that, that uh, yes that that's probably the part that I'm most excited about but I, I, I am comparing it to like you know some of the trailers and everything for Batman V Superman there were so many moments and while you referenced some really iconic moments in some of the trailers, um, for suicide squad, I, I don't feel like they really, for me at least compared to some of the things that I saw in the Batman v Superman promos, like when you know, Superman standing on the Batmobile and Batman stands up and like looks him right in the eye and you're just like, what are you doing? You Batman, you can't do that. But he did it because he's fucking Batman. That's really cool stuff. There was just no moment like that that existed, but you definitely make a point, especially seeing, you know the flashback sequence and seeing like how the joker ends up the way he is the the thing that i'm nervous about though is that i think something my gut tells me that that flashback is going to be 10 minutes if that of batman and and that's not a batman movie i understand that but that's also the part that has me really intrigued um what what i will say is that what what The thing that I like about this trailer more than the other trailers is I'm starting to get a little bit more of a clear picture of what's going on. And to me, this feels a lot like Escape from New York. It seems like instead of, you know, one guy, it's a whole bunch of guys that aren't all that great. Just like Snake Plissken wasn't all that great of a dude who kind of is forced into a situation as prisoners, just like Snake Plissken. And has to go into a city which... I don't know what's going on. What city are they even in? Do we know?
1: We don't. Bloodhaven.
2: Right, but this city looks vacant. It looks it looks abandoned. Like there's no people. Well, heaven forbid any civilians die
0: in a movie. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> dumbasses.
2: <laughs> Nitwits. <laughs> I'm
0: re- I'm really excited about Suicide Squad. I feel like there were a handful of moments in the last trailer and in this trailer that give me that Woody to go in and see this movie. Well, let me
2: ask you this, before we kind of dig deeper into your opinions on it. What did you think of the Joker? Because I feel like in this one, we probably got a little more Joker than we have to this point in the other two. So, you know, he has a certain cadence and delivery that we're starting to kind of pick up on. Um, there, there are certain, like, you know, body... Uh, movements that he has. What do you think? I <clears throat> I feel like
0: this may be the closest version of Mark Hamill's animated series, Joker, that we're going to get. Because there are times in both of these trailers where he seems put together and he seems thuggish. He's just rolling into a room. He's just going to fuck everyone up. He doesn't give a shit. And there's also times where he just seems like a fucking lunatic. And that's how Mark Hamill always turned that character on a dime where there are plenty of scenes where he's just a mob boss, and then all of a sudden he's batshit crazy. And, like, that, coupled with what Jared Leto looks like, I think it's going to be fucking great. Did that answer the question? It does,
1: yeah. Ian, do you agree with that? Yeah, I couldn't have said it any better. I mean, it does seem like a straight pull of the, or at least a very close pull of, of the animated series version. I mean, Jared Leto, I haven't seen him in anything that I didn't like him in. So I have faith in not only him, but all the actors in the Suicide Squad. I mean, fucking Will Smith, we don't even talk about him. He's probably going to be the lead role in I this really, with Deadshot. I really like him. I love him. What, <laughs> what bad movie has Will Smith put out there? Bad Boys 2? Hmm? Maybe? Come on, son.
2: Maybe. Bad
0: Boys 2 is brilliant.
2: Uh, Concussion?
0: I haven't seen it. I really like the focus put on... Even Hitch was okay. Focus. Hitch is funny. I really like the focus put on El Diablo in this trailer. Yeah. I like seeing a little bit more of his character because up until this trailer, I was like, oh yeah, this dude's dead in the first 10 minutes. But now that's Slipknot because we haven't seen anything (laughs) from Slipknot. (laughs) So he's dying early. El Diablo might be around for a while. And you get a little bit of a sense, a little more of a sense of who each one of these characters are you get just Agreed. tiny snippets Agreed. of katana and boomerang but from what we've seen from the two trailers like you kind of get a sense of who who these characters are and you know seeing some behind the scenes stuff and like how much fun this cast had working together on this movie every time that stuff comes out you know when cast members are getting the same tattoos it's going to be good like, I, if this movie stinks...
1: Is that the guarantee, the tattoo bond? Well, hey,
0: it
2: worked for Lord of the Rings. I uh, didn't see any Green Lantern cast members getting Green Lantern <laughs> tattoos. <laughs> what I would like to say that uh, after this trailer in particular, I, I'm a little worried about the Joker. I'm not usually one to kind of like... I, I don't think... I think I try to give things a, a chance before I'm going to, like, throw criticisms around. So I'm not, like, going to criticize, but I, I am concerned that um, the, the Joker's almost, like, too cool. And there's, you know... You I love cool, though, Matt. <laughs> yeah. I try to emulate it, but I've, I've yet to pull it off. But uh, there's... So th- modest. There is a... Back when the um, the Dark Knight original teaser trailer came out and they showed the joker for the first time heath ledger's joker which everybody was like wow that's the stupidest casting i've ever heard so the tra- i remember i was at work the trailer comes out and we all watched it at work and we were like that was pretty cool and one guy that i worked with was like i don't know he, i think he's just trying to be jack nicholson and i'm like he wasn't anything like jack nicholson and then the movie comes out and he really wasn't anything like jack nicholson so I, I hesitate to say this because maybe I'm gonna look even dumber than I usually look, Ian. But, and this is going to be recorded.
1: And this is going to be agents. recorded, but so you can tell. was I
2: detecting a little Heath Ledger in some of the delivery, or, or is that I my imagination? I don't, I don't think so. Almost like the tone of his voice. Um, I I hope I'm wrong. I've seen the trailer twice. I want to watch it again. I feel like it's at least maybe the cadence,
1: but. It's just because it's a weird way to talk. That's well, I
2: wasn't sure if it had to do also with the with the grill or whatever that he has in his mouth because it's definitely affecting his speech a little bit. Um, and maybe maybe Heath Ledger's delivery was a little bit odd because of the prosthetics on his face. I don't know, but there there was just something that that really e- evoked Heath Ledger in some of that delivery and I was like man I wish visually it, it stands on its own no question but audibly um, it, it kind of reminded me too much of it Heath Ledger was a great Joker a different
0: Joker yes and when you're even a character that has had so many distinct variations throughout comics cartoons movies it's still the Joker. There's still gonna be plenty True. of comparables in his character and his look, the way he acts. So I don't think it like I don't think he sounds like Heath Ledger. But if you think he sounds like Heath Ledger, I don't think that's a bad thing. Heath Ledger was a great version of mm-hmm. the character. But what I expect is we're gonna get a lot of a lot more highs and lows. We're gonna get a lot scarier Normal Crazy from Jared Leto. When like Heath Ledger was a great Joker, but I feel like he was on the edge all the time. Every time we saw him, he was on that razor's edge of he's just going to lose it. But Jared Leto may lull us into a false sense of security because he's the mob guy. Mm-hmm. He's got guys working for him. He has to present that that facade that he's right. in charge. He's controlling all this business. But when we see him lose his shit, I really hope it turns on a dime and it's terrifying. That's what. I, that's the big thing I expect. I absolutely set agree with
2: that. I hope you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying I don't agree with it. I'm just a little worried that we might not get that. Just a little worried. Um, but... Uh, I would like to say that my favorite aspect is the fact that it just looks like it's kind of escape from New York with superheroes, and that's fucking awesome. It looks
0: so much fun.
2: It does. The scene, you know, where Harley's
0: asking what everyone wants at the bar. Uh, you know, I I love the scene where Will Smith is saying, you know, he's just trying to get El Diablo there
1: to work the fire, and he hopes they're, they're still cool. Like, I it like seems the. Like the uh, flag stuff where he was like if you vex me and she's like I can be vexing yeah like that's funny shit
0: yeah like everything everything really works so far I haven't seen like Batman v Superman a lot of ups and downs in the lead up to the movie coming out I haven't seen anything from Suicide Squad that hasn't gotten me excited even the Joker laugh with the Warner Brothers logo turning
1: like I can't. That's fucking cool. I don't think that I'm going to be surprised. It's been the consistent, same consistent product that I've gotten in all of the media, all of the trailers, all of the, you know, uh, covers of magazines. I feel like I know what this movie's going to be, and I'm excited for it.
2: That's cool. I agree. I I am a little bit like surprised that uh, we're already on our third full trailer. Uh, well, I guess you had a teaser in two, two full. And we trailers. have to wait till October. Well, didn't they get their? They uh, had their August. hand. August, August. But still, August
1: Warner's had their think, hand forced like, with the leak, right? And then they had to put the trailer up. So yeah. maybe that messed up their maybe
2: maybe the, how
1: they wanted. I to just, stagger it.
2: I hope that that we don't get fatigued by the time it comes out, and I hope this is it, man. Like no more. We learned our lesson with Batman v Superman. Yeah, that was. I still stand by my biggest criticism of Batman v Superman, which was all the important shit was already revealed before I saw the movie. Don't do that with this movie. Please the, don't do
1: that. The way to do a trailer is the way that Star Wars, Force Awakens did their trailer. I
2: was I was thinking about that recently because... Um, I was like why was that so successful because we didn't know anything. We saw all kinds of stuff, especially like right before the movie, but we still knew nothing.
1: Well, and it wasn't of, for
2: lack of trying. Right. You were
1: digging deep but into the dark the, web. But
2: part of the reason for that is because we had no context leading up to that. We didn't know who right. anybody was. We didn't, you know, we didn't know what had happened to our uh, to the old heroes. So there was nothing to kind of base our theories or thoughts on when we see trailers for episode eight i guarantee we're gonna have a lot more of a clear picture of what's going on even for the teaser i guarantee it because we're gonna know who the fuck ray is when we saw ray for the first time before we're like well who is she why is she on that popsicle stick looking thing why is that black stormtrooper so like sweaty so black and black god damn it
0: so, since we've successfully segued into Star Wars, Matt, you're a little on the fence about Suicide Squad.
2: A little? Like, do you want to very quickly do polynomics for Suicide Squad? Yeah, we should do that. Because, you know, it's... what's the equation again, Paul? It's Expectation. Um, expectation. And excitement. There's no, like, times are divided by, it's just... It's no, just, they they kind of run seen, concurrently by yeah, side. two, by two side. numbers. Okay. Parallel okay. numbers. Standing lame. <laughs> Paul, what's your expectations? No, wait. Your excitement. Your excitement on a 10 point scale. My
0: excitement's a nine. A nine. I'm I like it. I'm fucking amped for
2: Suicide Squad. Are you more excited for Suicide Squad than you are any other comic book movie? This year? Yeah, this year.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Like more yeah. than Captain America? Oh, absolutely. Three? Okay.
0: Absolutely. Are we, or are we going to do a round of expectations? Don't we do, a round of excitement? Have you, is this, this your first
1: time, this? sir? Or? I don't know. You that's do look, both that's of them.
0: looking at you like it's your turn.
1: Because I'm is making it still a, my
0: turn? I'm making Why a is face. Why are you looking at you if it's
1: not your turn? Don't take your cues from him. You've done this show before. Do your expectation and excite, do your You did your excitement. Do your expectation now. I also expect a nine. Nine, nine. Ooh,
0: nines. Regrets. The great one. Let's Ooh, the go for it. That's what you
1: want. I expect Suicide to
0: be... I, I expect to love this fucking movie. When I see Suicide Squad, I'm going to hate Batman v. Superman because I'm going to be like, why couldn't you guys inject some of this goodness into Batman v. Superman?
1: Maybe David Ayer is a better director? Maybe? Fuck you, put him on Justice League then.
0: Make this happen. It's too late. But I'm amped. Nines.
1: Nines? Nines? I have a excitement level of a 9. I'm also super jazzed, but I expect somewhere around an 8. I don't think it's going to jump up to 9 and meet It takes a rare movie like Deadpool to jump up and meet expectation Four. and excitement. Or Thor Lord. the Dark World. Or th- Thor the Dark World. I don't think polynomics existed
2: before that. Just I think final I, rating. System. I think final
1: rating, and then it was the first final rating, and I have never but, heard the end of it. But
2: that was in the early days of final ratings. Like, for example, you know when they rated Jaws, they gave that a PG. If that you know, was rated today, it would be a PG-13. That's right. That's true. So we have so, to grade
1: on a curve. But, yeah, I'm super excited for this. Everything I've seen has looked really fucking cool it looks like the type of movie that i'd be into the darker tone of superheroes i like the dark and gritty so give it to me
2: i'm in matt um i'm probably a six or seven in excitement i i I, I want to seem pretty mm -hmm. i want to say a seven of the road i want to say a seven and i'll tell you why it's not yeah it's a seven instead of a six because i think it's gonna be better than deadpool I think it's going to have that comedic uh, angle, but it's also going to have a darker nature to it. It's not going to be quite as slapstick as Deadpool. So you're going to get two of the things that I like. I like the comedy, plus, I do like the darker nature of it. Um, So, with all that said, I'm actually probably expecting somewhere in an eight uh, for. So this your excitement expect- is a 7 and your, yeah.
1: your expectation is an 8? I think
2: that's it's going to be better. Huh. That's, that's
1: um, sort of weird. I, I think this is the first time in polynomics history that excitement there's, has been under expe- There There are
2: no definitive rules for it. There's a very organic uh, equation that's not really an equation because there's no, like, multipliers or anything. But it it just is. It just is that way. I can't argue with it. 7, that. 8. Bananas.
0: Rogue One, a Star Wars story. First teaser trailer also came out last week.
2: Yeah. We've been waiting for it for
0: uh, a while. Is, I, is that
1: a teaser or was that like a full trailer?
0: It was I, a
2: teaser. It was a teaser. A teaser? Yeah.
0: It was a teaser? Not
1: I, a lot. It was a man-sized teaser.
0: It was a robust teaser trailer. I hate, hate the Star Wars stories oh, yeah. that branding.
1: I fucking
2: hate it.
0: Wasn't it's it called so like...
1: A Star Wars Saga or something. What, what was the old branding? Anthology. They did anthology. Yeah. And we all kind of were it on. It worked in the fucking 80s. Were we on board with that or did yeah. we take
2: that? I forget. On
0: board. I got thought, my tickets. I'm on board. <laughs> Star Wars
2: stories. It makes them sound less. It makes them I believe sound I believe the important actual, than they okay. It's the actual thing is a Star Wars story. Right. Agreed. It almost sounds like expanded universe stuff, right? We need a, it sounds we like need, fan fiction. Yeah, it
0: does. We need a, a, a eye rolling sound effect on this fucking show. I don't, like, <laughs> 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 we have, now we have, we have it. it. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, I, like I uh, Star Wars story. Yeah, I don't story, like. It I don't like it that Sounds either. so fucking lame. It's like Matt and I got together and, <laughs> and we wrote the out fucking Finn and Poe fucking each other. Let me on, tell on you this Star Wars story, story. Right, right? Not even on the computer, fucking handwritten.
2: Yeah, yeah, handwritten double space. erotica. But so, other than the other than the um, story naming aspect. convention, what did you think of the trailer? I thought it was okay. I felt like I felt like I was
0: missing something. I almost felt like I was reading a Grant Morrison comic book and not understanding what was really happening, not really processing what I was seeing, because as soon as that trailer dropped, it was fucking cum shots all over the fucking internet. It no like one, lightsaber
1: cum shots. Of no one, one could contain
0: their fucking semen. It was, oh my god, this is amazing. And I watched it multiple times, and
1: still, even tonight, I'm like, eh. I feel like it was... Cum shots and brass knuckles. People were really amped, or people were like, Boo-hoo, another fucking girl. when Why can't we have dudes in Star Wars? Well, there are I didn't,
0: see, and I didn't see I didn't see any of that. All I, I saw got, a lot of that. All dude. I got was
2: fucking cum shots and rainbows.
0: Cum shots and brass knuckles. Matt, did you get the brass knuckles portion?
2: No, I can't say that I did. I would say it was more people were going crazy for it. Yeah? Yeah.
1: That's all those pro-men websites that I subscribe to and moderate.
2: Felicity Jones
0: isn't even the problem I had with it. And I, the, the problem is... What is I it? The blacks? The Asians? I can't put my finger on the problem. Like, I like the setting. I think you know the set designers and the costume designers did a great job pulling everything from A New Hope, getting that time frame right, I mean, all the costumes look great. Uh, I love seeing the adats ats I love seeing Mon Mothma and the old you know, green battle screens. I love seeing Yavin, the old Stormtrooper design. Like, There's so much I really enjoyed about it. But then there's stuff like a guy doing karate in the Star Wars universe. And Forrest Whitaker looks like Forrest Whitaker all the time. Forrest Whitaker, you are an actor from Earth. You can't assimilate to a galaxy far, far away. Like, his costume looks fucking bullshit. Like, I feel like if we went to a junkyard and put together Forrest Whitaker's shitty-ass high school play costume, it would look just as good as Forrest Whitaker's in Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Like, there's... There's stuff I... There is stuff I liked about it. The Death Star being constructed... I'm glad we got
2: the negatives out of the way.
0: But, yeah, like, I... And at the same time, I feel like it's, like, Power Rangers, Star Wars. Like... You got your fucking Asian guy here and your black guy here, and you got your white girl and you got your white guy over here, and they're gonna power up the Star Wars Megazord
2: and go fight that Rita Repulsa with the funny titties. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Could you do the eye roll sound effect again for me, please? Yeah, that was me. (laughs) But like, but that said, like, I'm not, I'm not out. Like, I just that That said said,
1: my hate of ladies, blacks, and Asians. (laughs) Hey,
0: I said white guy too. So and white whites. guys too. Like there's. there's what a hate lot. message
2: board do you moderate? Did you did you get robots in there? You make sure you hate robots that's, too. That's another one of the things I really liked. <laughs> oh, you liked oh, it. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. I the don't know who that robot in, but robot. like seeing the robot run with everyone else. That was cool. That was kind of like, cool. Like, there's a lot of shit. I was too
1: I... busy hating on Forrest Whitaker's shitty Junkatron. <laughs> <right>. Forrest Whitaker
0: <laughs> sucks my dick in this trailer, okay? But, like, there's so much I liked. I should like this more. I what? should be excited, but I'm be. just not. I'm like, yeah. I'll give you my excitement right now. It's a three. Oof. Eh, I'll see it. Oof. That's stupid. I'm not excited for it. I'm I'm not.
1: Are you gonna? Are you more excited? Have you seen trailers for the Ninja Turtles two?
0: I'm more excited for Ninja Turtles two. I didn't even see Ninja Turtles one, but Bebop and Rocksteady and Krang in the big fucking suit gets me more excited than, than Rogue One. Quit checking your watch. We this is
2: our show. We run on our time. Settle down. You're too upset. Let me just tell you something. You've said some stupid things on this podcast over the years. But, Ian, I don't think Paul's ever said anything quite as dumb as the gibberish that just flung itself at my face from across the table. Correct me if I'm wrong.
1: He has, but this was pretty stupid.
2: Paul. Matt. A three- really like this is do you want me to to give it a four no I want you to give it what you want to give it but like let's be real are you gonna see this movie yeah on opening night yeah and it's a three dude fantastic four had higher fucking excitement than this
1: it did
0: what was my fantastic Four? Like a 5 or we something were at least.
2: Well,
1: we were at least higher than a 4.
0: Because I You know what I mean? We might
1: have like playfully whimsically because gave I it a 4. A you know what I mean?
0: excitement. Like I'm just not excited for this story.
2: Yeah, I I it's hear a, you. It's it's, it's,
1: it's it's a story that we've heard since we were little kids you know about what? them stealing yeah, the place. You know for what? That's the the is important not, stuff in, happened. Is that not is that not But is that not important? The fact that they stole the plans that kicked off the entire story that we love, that you have tattooed on your body, is that not an important part of the story? Nope. We saw the important part. We got these plans,
0: now it's go time with the stuff that matters. Who the fuck gives a shit who stole the plans?
1: A lot of people, but I I guess... I don't. (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) It's weird that, like, this is an organic story to the story that is already in progress. Like I feel that if they were going to pick something, this is a good pool for them to go with. A story that is something that is legend in this universe. I agree. No you what? don't. No, no you don't you just fucking told me that it's bullshit. No, and Ian,
0: I no, I absolutely agree. If they're gonna if they're gonna do a prequel, absolutely this makes sense. You know what else makes sense? The second Death Star plans make sense as well. So does the fucking Kessel run if you're gonna do a Han Solo story? But I'm sure they'll get there, right? Oh, and they'll get there. You know, Han. If Han Solo's gonna be in it, I'll probably be more excited. But this story, I just like. I is understand. Is it
1: because the, the well, we just got to it? It's because there aren't any original trilogy characters in it. It's these are brand new characters. It's a fresh, clean slate. This is how you felt about Rebels, right? But then you eventually turned over on the characters because you fell in love with. Yeah. Some of the characters. Right. So give it a chance,
0: fucker. Right. And I understand that this is... Why am a, I
2: fighting? This though?
1: is a good starting
0: point. And if they're going to tell... it's ridiculous. But and if I... they're going to tell a movie, this is a great time to... This is a great place to tell a movie about. I'm just not excited about it. And like Rebels, yeah, once it comes out, I'll fucking eat crow. And I'll be like, oh my god, I can't believe we gave this a three. This is fucking great. I fucking jerked off eight times during this movie. Totally admit that. But... Yeah, rebels had to prove itself. So does Rogue One. So far, teaser trailer. I still don't give a shit.
2: I will agree with you that when they announced this movie, I was like, "Oh, really? Like that's that's the one? That's what we're gonna do? Like Man, that's weird." Like everybody has that feeling except me. I was like, the wow, that movie,
0: that's... familiar character. Don't give a
2: shit." No,
1: no, no, no not familiar character. So don't but tag this me is something no, 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 some kind of no, no I'm saying familiar story from like they're not just pulling. Oh, a character, and we're just going to make up some story. This is an actual story that I honestly have been like, I wonder what happened to those fucking Bothans. Oh, I'm going to fucking get to see it. I'm going to get to see how they stole those plans.
2: No. You're not. These aren't Bothans. Uh, The
1: Bothans are from the second Death Star. But, you know, what I mean. If one more person online
0: says something about the Bothans in Rogue One. I will fucking kill them. <laughs> there are two different plans You don't they know. get killed for. There might,
1: there, it might be the same, that might be the general name for undercovers in the Rebel Alliance, Bothans, nobody knows. Here's another, it's probably math knows here, exactly. Here's another, but here's another problem. I you have don't so know.
0: Far. You don't know that. Nobody, nobody knows. Why are there no aliens? Why are there no alien well, species? Why is everyone fucking human?
1: Does that matter to you?
0: Yeah, it matters to me. Give me some fucking... Derlins or Celestins or somebody. Give me some there's tons. But weren't every, you complaining about we always
1: see aliens
0: is in it, the Star Wars? Or universe. weren't you
1: complaining about oh it's the same old aliens in The Force Awakens? You are. I'm, I I complain it's a spoiler same, alert, you are.
0: I complain it's the same old aliens and rebels because it costs money to make the the models and everything. So it's always Actually Force Awakens had
2: none of the same aliens.
0: Yeah, Force Awakens had a shit ton of, of new aliens. Like when Rebels they went into, the,
2: into the the Castle Bar yeah. thing, those all new stuff. Those were and
0: Hammerhead and Weequay, it's always the same people. But like in Rogue One, there's none. It's all humans. Well, Star Wars is built on aliens. The foundation of a new hope is the Cantina scene, which was mind blowing. In Rogue One, you expect all these different but, cultures that come together but aren't to some fight of those, this rebellion. But aren't some and of those aliens
1: some of the side pieces to A New Hope? Like, that's one scene that you're calling out.
0: Chewbacca is a main
1: character in A New Hope. Yeah, and I'm not angry, arguing angry. about that, but he's one alien out of a million in the cantina scene, but most of the cast is human. Right. So that's and, not all the forces of the universe coming together. Right. But,
0: we're far enough along that... One of those main characters that we see, one of the Power Rangers of space, can be an alien. And they're not. Like, where are the fucking aliens? We don't see any aliens
1: in this trailer. Well, it also is a teaser, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: You're right. And, you know, uh, Alan Tudyk is supposed to be a motion capture character. Isn't he the robot? He may be the droid. He could be an alien but like i i want I, I that's the diversity that i i want to see in this trailer okay first i'm not
1: seeing it you want alien human diversity i like how you spun that set. he likes aliens nice robots, fucking he maneuver hates, he hates whites blacks
2: and asians but he's pro alien
0: yeah i like alien
2: pro droid yes. look out now you have a point there really aren't aliens in this trailer I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt and assume that there's going to be plenty of aliens. We just didn't see it in this quick trailer. Um, but... Forrest Whitaker, to me, just looks like Forrest Whitaker.
0: Like, I don't... I gotcha. I don't lose him in the Star Wars universe.
2: Right. Like, he is better off being a principal in an inner-city school. I get it. I don't know how he's going to fit in. He seems like he's some kind of mentor. I don't know. But... Um we'll see. We'll see. I'm willing to give, you know, everything the benefit of the doubt the karate man as you put it. Uh I I don't know what's going you on mean there. Yellow Ranger. Yeah, I don't I don't get the uh the the Power Rangers reference, but um cuz I only saw one guy fighting, right? With any kind of like uh hand-to-hand combat acumen, but I didn't I don't did you see the the Jin character fight? Um, I saw her shoot a gun, but... Matt, have you ever seen the Power Rangers? N- not a full episode, no. Okay. Have you? Yeah, I've seen tons of Power Rangers.
0: Uh-huh. It's not about the fighting. Oh, it's not? What is it about? It's about their racial diversity.
2: Ah,
1: oh, got it. No aliens or droids. I was
2: pretty sure it was about the fighting. Is it... They don't all do the martial arts, or... Yeah, they all do yeah. martial arts. Oh, okay. My point
0: was the racial diversity.
2: The racial diversity. Yeah, we've got to hit... All our marks. So you have a woman, you have a black guy, you have an Asian. Yeah. Looks like you have kind of a white-ish guy. Is he Hispanic or just Hispanic? white? Yeah,
1: he looks yeah, he looks whitish Hispanic. Isaac ish, you know? Cover oh, uh a few oh, of that those. guy, I meant the other guy yeah. that kinda looks
0: like the the karate guy, but is probably like the Rock,
1: I was so thinking of the guy that was raising against Swiss Army knife. Yeah, leaning, oh, I know who you're talking. Leaning about. Leaning against
0: the uh, the well, he's, he's the wall standard,
1: disapproving. Yeah,
0: he's your right? standard white.
2: I don't know, for man. I'm,
0: he's I'm, your Tommy, the Green Ranger.
2: I'm pretty okay with the diversity of the group that steals the plans. I, you know, like I said, I wasn't all that jazz about the idea, generally. Like, but I knew we're gonna get. A Star Wars movie and I'm sure it's gonna be cool um Gareth Edwards we're gonna get th- a Star Wars story sorry Gareth Edwards the guy that that made uh Godzilla made a really good movie so was that
1: a good I heard that bombed
2: at the box office not <laughs> the box office I liked Godzilla I never saw it well anyway um it it was good and and he you know he did make a big summer movie but that wasn't a traditional summer movie like that's you know big by today's standards usually you've got like a lot of comedy infused in it well nothing looks funny in this trailer um and in Godzilla there really wasn't much humor either it was dark and serious you know as far as like big giant monster movies go and there was a grit to it as well and it looks like that's present in this movie and that's kind of cool I think it looks cool I thought the music in the trailer was really cool like it was giving us Existing themes in new ways. I don't know if it was the actual composer, Alexander Desplat, or however you say his name. I like that. Desplat. Desplat. Remember Stephen Platt? I remember Stephen Platt, the the artist artist on Moon Knight. On Moon Knight, and then he transitioned over to Prophet. And then Rob Liefeld's Prophet. I feel like he only did, like seven
1: issues of profit spread out through four years. Yeah,
2: right. And he would... Well, because like Rob Liefeld taught him. He's like, okay, here's what you got to do. You got to do one page every two months. That's he was like when Rob Liefeld and Todd McFarlane had a baby.
1: That's what his art yeah. looked like. Yeah. It had that real hectic line work of yep. Todd McFarlane with some of the Rob Liefeld. And enforced. then he
2: just disappeared from comics.
1: He hasn't done anything... I don't think in this decade, at least. How do you do that? How do you be a huge comic book artist, and then you just don't... Like, what do you do then? I don't like, know. That's what, Todd what,
2: McFarlane.
1: Uh, Todd McFarlane has a empire with his toys.
2: True. Now... Todd McFarlane is a good businessman, but he was an even better comic book artist. I just want to see him do what he's best at. It's like when Michael Jordan decided he was going to play baseball. You, you're the best basketball player in the world. Do basketball, okay? Do basketball. But we're not talking about Michael Jordan, Paul. We're talking about... Todd Tom, McFarlane. Todd McFarlane. We're talking about... viral. So <laughs> So when... when
0: What's the problem? Tom McFarland, don't make toys. Write comics. We're, we're draw just comics. Don't write. Draw comics. So when they announced right, the uh, idea, draw. Yeah. when they announced the we yeah, yeah, like, Rogue One, I was I
2: was kind of, you know, fairly tepid on the on the idea. But then the trailer completely turned me around. I literally got chills in the very beginning when the camera starts to slowly pan in toward Mon Mothma sp- standing at the. Um, at that I don't even know what it was some kind of map or something that oval thing that was clearly off of the moon of, of Yavin and it was just so cool to see such an iconic room that I knew but and, and they an nailed iconic, that
1: actress too. like whoever so, they got to play Mon Mothma
2: that a- woman <laughs> played Mon Mothma in episode 3 but her scenes were cut but they got the same actress back Oh, did they just do some
1: CG on that, or is that what they did to like soften thirty
2: years of time? No, 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 no. Episode three, uh, the, the Revenge of the Sith. She was in Revenge. Oh, of the oh, Sith. okay. Oh, she I'm sorry. I'm Mod Mod, yeah. oh, she, okay. she played a young Mon Mothma. Yeah. Oh, She played a young Mon Mothma in that because there was a sequence where um, her as a senator, in, you know, in the uh, Republic Senate. Got together with some other people like Bail Organa and Padme and they were going to they were essentially starting to form an alliance to like kind of push against the Chancellor who was like giving himself all these extra powers. So that was like the birth of the alliance right there but they cut it out and I really wish they hadn't because Mon Mothma, Padme and Bail are all like such big like catalysts for the rebellion and uh, and that sequence is on the on the, like the DVD. If you guys ever watch that deleted scene, and um, and it was cool to see her. But like even cooler, they bring her back for this, and she looks perfect. She does she look really perfect. perfect. And it was almost like a time machine. It was like, it sounded just like her, it looked just like her, and I was like... I've seen
1: side-by-side pictures of her and the original actress. Now,
2: it doesn't hurt that they put the exact same clothes on her that she wore in Return of the Jedi. But still. but In the same exact... haircut, Right, yeah, I mean, it's similar. But um, wardrobe definitely went a long way in selling that. But seeing her and in Yavin, like two familiar things, but put together because i would never seen them together before it gave me chills I was so excited and as soon as that happened which was at the very beginning I was in and then you see other familiar things in new places like the big walkers on the beach that looked so cool and you see the royal guard standing next to whatever that is a back to tank or something and a cloaked figure kneeling I'm trying to figure out who's that character who is that I want to know is that Darth Vader with a hood? I don't know.
1: Do we think that Darth Vader is going to be in this film? I've like, heard, I've heard that rumors he is. that he is,
2: and I heard he's going to be nasty.
1: If and we're getting a Sith user, I feel like the only one that I want to see, if any, is Darth Vader. I don't want to see any offshoot of the Sith. I don't want to see just some random red lightsaber wielding. I agree, person. man. I Give thought me it Darth was- Vader again.
2: I agree. I want to see it. No bullshit Inquisitors, stupidest thing ever. Um, just give me Darth Vader. Let's see why he's so feared. Let's see why everybody should be shitting their pants the moment he walks onto the blockade runner, the Tannative, what is it called the again? The Tannative 4. V 4. When he walks onto that ship, Everybody should be crapping themselves because he is so scary because of what we see him do in Rogue One. And he fits exactly into this time. Like, this
1: is the timeline that it is appropriate to have his reign of terror really take right.
2: force. What I think, I mean, it would be cool. Like, let's watch Darth Vader chop off Donnie Yen's head before this movie's over. Mm-hmm. Let's see all these rebels that steal these plans. Because if you remember it, you okay over there, Thumbs? Yeah, we're all great. Okay, so if you remember at the beginning of, uh, of episode four, Darth Vader says several plans were beamed to this ship, right? Well, in my head at least, this is like the story that exists in my head, but um, the, the rebels that are in um, Rogue One, beam the plans to Princess Leia. Because they're in a lot of shit. Right. Right at the last second, and then their ship gets blown up and they all get killed in a sacrifice to get those plans, you know, to to Princess Leia who puts them in R2-D2 and the rest is history. But that's what I would like to see. I would like to see these heroes, these martyrs, basically. You know, I want to see their story, but I want to see it come to an end. And that's what I've heard. I've heard that these movies are going to exist... Somewhat in a vacuum, they're not going to be like, "Oh, there's going to be a trilogy of Rogue One movies" or any bullshit like that. With that said, I do want to segue into one quick thing.
0: Can we go back to Darth Vader for a second? Yeah, let's back up. Have either of you watched the Rebels season finale? I haven't seen. The I'm severely finale. behind. <clears throat> While they introduce Darth Vader to Rebels, he plays a pretty small role in the entire second season, but in the season finale there is a finalist showdown between him and Ahsoka. And there was always the concern that he's gonna be animated and you're gonna see Darth Vader doing things that he never does in in the movies and you know they're not gonna line up properly. But what the Rebels creators did that was awesome was give him the same brutal, no-mercy fighting style that he has when he's fighting Luke on Bespin and when he's fighting Luke on on uh, Above Endor. When he's going after Ahsoka, he's not jumping around. He's not doing crazy force tricks. He's just brutally swinging and beating her into the ground. And it looks like... It looks like... Darth Vader from Empire and Jedi, and it even resembles Darth Vader from A New Hope. And it's fucking scary. It's scarier than any of the crazy shit we see between Anakin and Mm Obi-Wan and Sith. It's scarier than all the fun Darth Maul stuff we see in Phantom Menace because he is all business. And if Rogue One can channel that in Darth Vader and just make him just brutal, it's gonna be fucking Awesome, I think and if I'm... I can take anything from Rogue One like that's the hope that I want He is just fucking merciless because he's scary and rebels, and it's a kids' animated
1: show right like in a way, I feel like Disney would be missing out if they didn't capitalize on oh, this is the exact era where Darth Vader would be a central figure. Why don't we get him in this movie as the main villain um I think that it would be a logical step for them to take. I agree. And I think the makers of the film already know, like, this is what makes Darth Vader work. These are the things, so right. maybe They're we'll gonna, get to see
2: it. He'll be in it. Uh, I would, I'm would. i willing to say that right now. He's going to be in it, and he's going to be prominent because this movie is going to need Darth Vader's marketing muscle. And, uh That's it And it also needs his presence to differentiate it between... Make sure the audiences know. Oh, this is not episode eight. This isn't the you know the sequel to the Force Awakens. It needs to be clear that this is a callback That's a good to point. the original. They even uh, used era. Darth Vader even in some of the toys in promotion
1: for episode seven. They're yeah. just like, yeah, Star Wars, whatever.
2: Yeah. Now I've heard various theories on why that is. Um, the one that I'm going to stick with is the fact that in the flashback sequence that Rey has that's very very short lived in The Force Awakens originally was longer where we actually see Darth Vader fight Luke Skywalker and Bespin and um, and that's why those characters were created for the toys but that sequence was cut, was cut down in the final version. That segue that I wanted to go to a little bit ago um, so while Rogue One isn't the Star Wars story that I really wanted, it looks really cool The one that I really want is the Obi-Wan movie, which just recently, Ewan McGregor was interviewed by Collider, and he played coy when uh, he was asked if he had met with Kathleen Kennedy, the president of Lucasfilm, about it, which is pretty awesome. And he also said that he has a director friend who has submitted a proposal to Lucasfilm about it, and he said he would love to do it or a trilogy. Which sounds awesome. That would be pretty cool. So, uh, he wants to do it. He's ready to do it. I think it's going to happen. I feel like that's the one everyone wants to, to see. Even if you hate the prequels, everyone still loves Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. It's just the way it is. So, God willing, that will be the third Star Wars story we get. Because, unfortunately, we have to suffer through the Han Solo Star Wars story.
1: See, but I don't know if we're going to have to suffer through it. Like, It's
2: going to be called The Kessel Run.
1: What I want to see, the story that I want to learn about, is Lando, Han Solo, that buddy comedy kind of thing. I don't know if that's what we're that going to get. Sounds awful. Um, that's what, well, I don't know. Maybe it's out of your wheelhouse, but I think that a lot of people would respond positively to, to a buddy comedy. A land. What well, people are these? Uh, the there's two of them that sit right here at the table with yeah. you. Yeah. I would Han,
0: love to see
2: that. The Han and Lando movie. The Han and Lando movie, really but you're awesome. saying a buddy comedy. Like, I'm thinking, like, um...
0: Carrying the tone of Guardians of the
1: Galaxy with Han and you're Lando. You're not going to have Han and Lando not be funny. Yeah. It's going to be humorous. That, it might not be your thing, but I think it that people be... would like it. People being me and Paul. I And just call it
0: Millennium Falcon. Millennium Falcon, a Star Wars story about
2: the ship and those dudes I would prefer to see um, like how Han and Chewbacca meet and how Han frees Chewbacca out of sleep boring I I get it
1: I understand that it's an important part of Star Wars lore but I want to have a back and forth between two characters that can speak English to each other that can be part of it
0: okay Maybe, but I feel maybe, like, maybe Lando helped. I feel like that. Maybe he did. That's, maybe that's part like of the that's story. Part of it, that, like, like I don't know. Maybe I'm just such a Star Wars fan. Like that feels like old news. Yeah, yeah, We yeah. know. Or because I never. I think liked that, that
1: there is, there's, there's a story that can be mined as where when Han Solo shows up and Lando pretends like he's bad. Why would he possibly be mad? There's a lot of things that could possibly happen See, in there. And that's a good story to tell.
0: I never liked True. Han being part of the Imperial Academy and the
2: Rescue of the two. I like Han being from the streets from day one. On the streets since he was fifteen years old. Yeah. Reckless. On the streets
0: since he was However, a kid, smuggling, learning the trade. Just being a being a scoundrel.
2: Doing his He's thing. A young
0: Somewhere along the way, you know, he runs into Chewie who's a part of some other Young Tufts. He saves Chewie Chewy and Chewie's Young like, Tufts. Got your back, bro. A star
1: a Star Wars story. <laughs> young toughs. Chewie is the story. Young Tufts.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I never I never liked the Han in the Imperial like Academy. I, mean, I fucking hated that. I never liked it. So yeah, let's just start with Smuggler Han, Smuggler Lando.
1: I think there's a lot of good, good storytelling to be mine with the relationship of those two. Han and Chewie, it's, that's like a solid friendship with, I feel, no friction. Those two dudes are boys through and through. Lando and Han had some frictions, some drama, some tension. You can build on that, tell stories. I agree. We're going to wrap it
0: up here. Thanks to everyone for listening tonight. My name is Paul McGinty.
1: Ian Sharpley.
0: Matt Casale. We'll see you next time.